You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and the my neighbor, DJE. Egyptian playboy, Dodi Al-Fayed. On tonight's podcast, John Rahm keeps it rolling with a win in the desert. We'll see who went bold on the BLC leaderboard. And then, it's tool time on the Hollywood casting couch. Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yeah. Then we're going to take it down to La Jolla for the farmers. Hey, Johnny. Hello, words. How you doing? Oh, great. Uh, I feel like a million bucks today compared to yesterday. Uh, my sweet baby's teething. So Saturday and Sunday night, I was up from like 3 to about 4.30 a.m. <laughs> Sober? With her. Yeah, Saturday especially. Jesus Christ. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was... Literally a walking zombie yesterday at work, but didn't help that I had a pretty long weekend before that too. Hey, but playoffs, playoffs, yeah. Um, you just get a little overexcited for those guys, don't you? Well, I can tell you, uh, seeing Brett Mayer try to kick a goddamn field goal reminds me of like my chipping episode that I had on Friday <laughs> when, when you and I may have played together on nine. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that was incredible, John. I haven't seen you. Uh, I mean, how many did you just... Three. Three in a row? And two of them literally went a f- maybe six inches. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got real toothy and sent it over the green for the last? Yeah, well, I wasn't, I wasn't going to duff it. <laughs> and you know what that, I call that word? Just give me a six. Yeah. It was the best six, the easiest six I ever made, bub. <laughs> More like a 12. It's an easy thing to do on nine. Damn it. Yep. Get to the truck. Exactly. Um, I really felt for Brett Mayer because the first field goal, after missing four the week before, the first field goal that he hit in the uh, divisional round against the 49ers was going to miss by 35 feet, but it, it was conveniently blocked. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank God. I don't know how, <laughs> one, if I'm Jerry Jones, I, fire, I, I cut the fuck out of Brett Mayer. Two, I fire Mike McCarthy for the last play that he ran where Ezekiel Elliott was a fucking center and got leveled. There's a 0.01% chance that... Less than that, that they're going to score or do anything. But really, to to throw something out there like that and become not just a loser but a laughing stock. Yeah, um, I guess you know he he defended it uh, in the post game. McCarthy did as as like that's a play they practice. But I guess the logic is you have like one more like athletic guy on the field to Watch, play the lateral game with. W- watching that the GIF of Ezekiel Elliott r- getting run over like multiple times is pretty good. Yeah, just snap. Oh God, just fall straight back and get bulldozed. Well, it, and you know, you, you still see people shank it on in pro events every now and again, but like that just goes to show, even athletes who do that, like that's all he does. All he does is kick a fucking field goal, and he like lost it between the ears. So it made me feel a lot better than oh shit, I, I hell, I only duffed it three times. At least I didn't miss five straight extra points on national fucking television. 
Yeah, you still birdied eighteen and cucked me. Yeah. Hey, I was I wasn't gonna get I wasn't gonna say it. Unbelievably did that. <clears throat> Do I still owe you fourteen bucks or did you get Blundell to pay you? Uh you think you owe him. Why would that is? Why did you do that? What do you mean? Because well, I pay you. I, I pay you. What? He doesn't need to pay you. I just need. I just needed. I just the needed money that. Back. I needed that cash. <laughs> I needed it then. I got paid. I got cut. My my. I am paid. So, um, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, BB. Your your money's coming. I was trying to hold off on Jay and you know put it under a pile of dog shit on his front door. Yeah, uh, I, I got that from your text. And this was funny. Words is like, you know. You've seen me do that enough times to know it was coming, right? What the dog shit? Or? <laughs> no, the the putt, the putt on eighteen. Come on, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there was a time like three holes before that when I think I had a look and I looked at you and I just kind of was like, uh huh, is it time? And I'm terrible putt missed, but if it would have missed, it was going way past the hole. I probably would have missed that. So. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, I would have given anything, John. Well. Three Fridays in a row, three Fridays of uh, good weather in January. So that was, uh, hey, we're about, we're all about gratitude this season, right? I think I don't fucking hate my picks already. <laughs> yeah, I I'm think... not pissed off. I'm outside the top two hundred. <laughs> yeah. Well, back to like the the weather, what you're talking about in in January. It's like we're looking outside. It's snowing right now. We're not going to get a good another go- golf day probably for at least a couple weeks. It was amazing to get three consecutive. Mid fifties, no wind days. Like that might be my new like. I always thought like seventy, you know, even eighty. You know, get to wear shorts, but something about wearing pants, just like the pros, you know, and getting out of there on a nice like brisk day. I mean, not those it, live guys. Yeah, uh, but it was it was fucking great, and I I, I love that we've gotten to play three straight uh, weeks in in January. Five some wolf games. Nothing yes, beats it. yes. So it certainly wasn't the weather that. Uh, I think I'm over three on finishing the money. By the way, just. <laughs> Yeah, well, hey, I uh, I did. It's all my partners that suck. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. Well, the week before that uh, was whenever you were sitting over on the bench because you didn't even finish the whole. <laughs> oh, shit. You were sitting on the brick wall. Well, and- oh, yeah, I hit a tree and the ball's gone. <laughs> and, you know, when you're walking, it's like, okay. And then all the grass is dormant and dead. It's white. There's The range balls are everywhere. I'm just like, oh, fuck it. Let me go tally this shit up. Yeah, and, and Hog, Hog, we're on the green. He's like, look at words over there. He just looks so sad. And I was like, no, he looks like the meme of uh, Pablo Escobar where he's like sitting by himself in the pool. Yes. And like all the different places he's just sitting and thinking. It was me. I was like, this is the, the pinnacle of my weekend. And now it's over. Uh, well, if it makes you feel any better, I think I won like $70. But what ended up happening is I... DoorDash. I DoorDashed food uh, because I, I, babys- I ba- babysat. I watched my child because <laughs> yeah. my wife had plans Friday night. So DoorDash accepts Venmo. And I had, uh, you know, enough money in my Venmo balance. I ordered a fucking double cheeseburger and a milkshake from Tucker's. And how much do you think it was after fees and, and all that shit? You just said 76. That's insane. It wasn't 76, but I had enough money to cover my meal, barely. It was $31 for a fucking burger, fries, and a shake to be delivered here, which I just thought was atrocious. Uh, the, what's atrocious is you live exactly 1.2 miles away from said place. Well, I know, but... Just uh, drive drunk with your kid in the yeah, car, exactly. John. exactly. My kid was asleep, and I was drunk. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be right back. Cold words. Hey, words, come <laughs> take a look at my kid, will you? Yeah. You bet. <laughs> Get that lady Wendy out. I'll clear <laughs> yeah, right up. Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't let you, I haven't left you alone with my daughter since you <laughs> offered the Wendy. <laughs> don't, don't go there. But now that you did... You sent me a pretty salacious article, even for your standards, um, this week that I have I actually haven't even read. I just saw the picture, and 
Uh, let me pull it up now, damn it, John. <laughs> now that we're kind of getting settled in. Yeah. Oh, Might God. as well. Uh, okay. Man defends relationship with TLC star trapped in body of eight-year-old girl. So she, I, I, I did some reading. What kind of, what kind of girls are you typically into? So she's, I think she's twenty three. Her name is like Shauna Ray or something. And I think there's a show on TLC. It's like I am Shauna Ray. And apparently she had some sort of brain cancer to where she had a procedure done on her brain that stunted her fucking growth to where she looks like, she looks like she's eight years old, but she's twenty three. Mm-hmm. So it's like <laughs> this sick fucking pervert. <laughs> He admit he admits to uh, it's a special relationship, but they did admit to kissing. Like, what a fucking sicko, dude! Like, <laughs> what is this dude thinking? <laughs> which I, I'm like, oh yeah, this is a funny article. Then I'm like, ugh. Which I get it. You can see it from both ways, but like, just like these motherfuckers, like the Hezbollah, you know, the fucking little Arabian like midget guy that is taking the internet memes and gifts game by storm. Yes, you know he's 19. He looks like a little kid. I heard he was like 20 something. I. I told Maggie, I was like, no, this dude's like 40 or 50. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, yeah, I looked it up last night, and it could have been an old article, but it said he was 19, so I do think he's around 20-ish. Right. And you remember Andy Milanakis back in the day, like, he was the same kind of thing. He he looked like he was, like, this chubby, like, 14, 15-year-old that, like, caused trouble, but he is, like, 40. <laughs> and, they, you know, there's probably sick fucks that, like, women that probably, like, have hooked up with these guys, too, you know? It's like, ugh. Who's <laughs> got, ugh. It's like pedo shit, dude. Yeah. Part of me wants this girl to be happy and live a normal life, but it's also like when you're on a date, if you're her, it's like, okay, so hey, are you typically into uh, girls like me? Yeah. Who look like me? It's like they go to dinner. And what? They go to dinner what? and it's like, well, I'll have I'll have a beer. She's going to have a Shirley Temple. Yeah. <laughs> okay, little girl. That's Want a happy so meal? Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to split. <laughs> do, you, do you have a fucking kid's menu here? <laughs> She'll have a corn dog. <laughs> oh man! I'll have the uh, steak. I'll yeah. have a ribeye, please. She's gonna have the kids' mac and cheese. Totally normal looking dude who could totally date a normal looking girl, but he chooses <laughs> the, the picture. Where can I be a pedo but get away with it? <laughs> ah, got it. <laughs> yeah. I found her on TLC. I think he's like British. He's from like the UK, but the picture that they showed, you know, they're like paddle boarding, and he's like he's, he's like ginger. Well, and he's like jacked. He's like got a he's got like a six pack, like very fit dude. And he, he chooses a, a 23-year-old that looks yeah. eight. An eight-year-old with no body fat, okay. <laughs> okay. Well. So, hide your kids from this son of a bitch. Let's just say I was a day ruiner when you sent that to me, so thanks. <laughs> well, you, thought, you thought it was like literally some dude dating an eight-year-old, I thought. Is that what yeah, you thought? Initially, yes. <laughs> it's like, what? why is this an article? Why is this guy not in jail? Uh, here we go. Yeah, Shauna Ray. Apparently, she has her own lipstick line. Oh, good for her. He defended criticism of their relationship. Oh, so. Of course he did. Yeah, so that was that was pretty fucked up. So do you have any friends also that like... <laughs> <laughs> Is there some sort of community of you guys? <laughs> it's like the, the uh, there's so many uh, f- random feeds that pop up nowadays. That it's like that there's this like midget that... Uh, shoot, I should say Uh-oh. little person. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about? It's like this girl midget... Or, little person and she like is always wearing provocative stuff like she's in a bikini or yeah. like she's wearing like a, a wife beater with like no bra on and it's like what kind of feed you looking at here, Bob? it's like a random feed and it's it's like pu- <laughs> puberty or whatever isn't that one of the main like there's a, a big instagram feed a million followers whatever and they keep posting the same 
little person girl that is just like wearing a bikini. So or, hot. Yeah, she's got she's got some thick hips, you know, like dwarfy hips. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got a friend too that's not nearly as hot as she is. <laughs> Okay. Those dwarfs just have some childbirthing hips, don't they, Bob? They really do. They keep it wide. That's, you know, it's healthy for them. Okay. <laughs> Wait, here it words. Let me, do, let me turn this around and just show you. It's <laughs> a cute picture of that couple. <laughs> okay. Anyways, golf. <laughs> yeah, yes, a golf. No, not golf. I, Pamela Anderson. Oh, yes. <laughs> she has a, a new book coming out. And, of course, you know it's going to be terribly interesting. One of her most salacious stories of a girl who, you know, mind you, has one of the most iconic sex tapes ever released. Uh, which one? The one with Brett Michaels or Tommy Lee? Tommy Lee and that huge dick of his. <laughs> yeah. I love the Brett Michaels one, too. That was one of my firsts as a kid. You remember that? Yeah, I was weak. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like you, Brett Michaels in a do-rag. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's, like, looking over to the side, yeah. and you can just see her ass. <sighs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like 10 seconds. <laughs> It did the job. It did the job when I was 13, though. <laughs> Anywho, Pam Anderson uh, obviously had a brief stint on Home Improvement. Who was she? What was it? Tool Girl? Uh, yeah. That was the name. Tool Girl. I mean, I don't remember. Man had she times was of change. Fucking smoky hot. Oh, of course. Yeah, only one season before she moved on to bigger and better things like Baywatch. Was was this? I feel like maybe it was around the same time. But anyways, yeah, she ninety one. She was so good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What else? Is that the only commentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. She was so fine. Okay. Yeah, what a horrible reading this has been. Um, okay, yeah. Tim, the Toolman Taylor, star of the show, noted felon caught with. He's 70 pounds of cocaine. <laughs> trafficking coke. So obviously, keep that in mind. Wasn't he like in Minnesota when that happened? It was somewhere like, like random yeah, as fuck. on the border. <laughs> then he folded like a lawn chair on someone. He's lucky to be alive. He was wearing a robe in the hallway of the studio and flashed his junk, his tool, to Pam Anderson. Allegedly. Any thoughts on that? I would have done the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's my show, goddammit. You want to you wanna play ball? Well, you know, he... he complete- you want to be a star, don't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he he totally denies this, of course. Um, but, you know, if, if the motherfucker... If he was caught in Kalamazoo, by the way, with the coke. Okay. So, I mean, if this guy is willing to have... Uh, <laughs> it was 1.3 pounds, or 1.43 pounds yeah. of coke. Um, yeah, I, would, I could see him pulling his cock out to Pam Anderson. Yeah. Well, he's using the like the can't lose flawless uh, words technique of "Hey, listen to me, I would never do something like that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I played Santa Cl- uh, Claus for Christ's like, sake. What? Show you my penis? <laughs> that doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> no, silly. Yeah, you must be mistaken. You know, and and that's what's funny. It's like his his he ser- served almost two and a half years for that coke bust, and that was like. You know, he gets out, he gets paroled in 81. In Flash Forward, it only took him 10 years to basically become like America's dad as Tim the Toolman Taylor, right? Yeah. What a what a rebound story. Oh, he's a legend. <laughs> I, and now he's Buzz Lightyear. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe 10 years from now, I could be an actor. <laughs> or a Coke dealer. <laughs> yeah, you got to get busted. You got to get busted first. Okay. We can set that up. Easy. Yeah. We know we know plenty of narcs. Yeah, I bet that eight year old has other friends. <laughs> oh, okay, 
Yeah, um, I saw something today that came out, and it was just like a quick clip of him doing the same thing, Tim Allen doing the same thing to uh, his female co-star, the mom in that show that was not nearly as hot as Pam Anderson, but I guess he was just joking around. Yeah, just playing. Hey, yeah, hey take a look at my dick. I, I was kidding, okay? Shit. Yeah, so that was, that was pretty interesting words, uh, but I can't, I mean, having to film and be on set with Pam Anderson all day, had to just be tempting. I mean, I, what was the other guy's name? Uh, Al. Al. Wait, is Al the guy who... Al maybe his neighbor. I don't know. Yeah, I think Al was the neighbor. Maybe the reason why his face was hiding the whole time because he was just jerking off behind the fence. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this show has turned into more... Who was it? Was it Walker talking about how homoerotic it got last season? Uh, probably. We picked up right where we left off. I don't know. Huh, Bob? Yeah, the first, two, <laughs> the first two episodes were really heavy on OnlyFans, so... Just, uh, you know, we have a niche. I got an idea. Hey. We do a remake of Home Improvement. You can be Al. I'll be Tim Allen, of course. I'll be Tim the Toolman Taylor. And we get Paige Sparanak as, uh, <laughs> as as Pamela Anderson's character. And I'm just like, hey. Hey, yeah. Paige, come over here. <laughs> let's, let's pretend to build something. <laughs> take, take a look at this. And she's like, oh, my God, what is that? It's a hole in your fence. <laughs> yeah, why is there a hole in the fence? Put your eye up there and I'll tell you. <laughs> It's called patching the fence. <laughs> There's a hole in this drywall here at this truck stop. <laughs> Let's go fix it or leave it. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Anyways. So we got to stay on script. Yes, see? yes, yes. Keep going. Yes. No, that's What's it. next? Nothing. Okay. We have absolutely nothing. Okay. Going nowhere. Um, Golf. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it's a golf podcast. <laughs> that's right. The American Express Championships. John Rahm. Man, and all the people in the league that picked him have got to be saying, J.E., fuck you for calling me a fucking idiot, I think was what it was last weekend. I believe that is what I said. Words. Man, what a loser You're you are. You're a fucking moron if you pick Rom, unless he wins. Unless he wins, bro, you know? Thir- 34 of you. 34 of you, sons of bitches. Including my own flesh and blood, me brother. Tell- yeah. I started thinking about how that didn't age very well once John Rahm was clearly going to win. I think I sent you the text sometime Saturday. I go, well, John Rahm has won. Yep. But he sure, it, it sure got interesting down the stretch. And hats off to young Davis Thompson. Um, if it's not for a, I, what I would deem a mistake, whether it was on him or his caddy, he hits the pin squarely on a like bomb on 17 that would have tied the tournament, and he ends up losing only by one shot. If the flag is pulled, that thing goes in. You think so? Yes. I did see that replay a yes. lot of times. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> to say it was tracking is kind of an understatement. He hit... So uh, I, heard it, I heard it basically being uh, compared to... DJ's putt in Boston to win the live event. You remember that thing that like popped up in the air? Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if that goes in, Davis Thompson's putt has to go in. <laughs> but um, You're probably right. But I mean, I, I do think like what like what a showing for a rookie, a young rookie, but a guy that's won everywhere he's played. Uh very, very talented kid, University of Georgia won on the Corn Ferry, played on the Walker Cup, and now he's only been a fucking PGA Tour member for four months. This is 22nd tour event, which I didn't quite get. Yeah, and and I would imagine coming right out, he probably, just similar to these guys, like, you know. He was a PGA Tour U guy. Yeah, like the the guys that you see, he probably got some sponsors exemptions. He's, He's 
been around the block a time or two, I would think, as far as just being a name that's known. And to be paired with the number one player in the world in the final round of early in your PGA Tour career and really not backing down at all, I was I was thoroughly impressed with the performance from young Davis Thompson. Yes, absolutely. He's kind of got that kind of slow and steady personality in general. He's real quiet. He looks like he's 12. Yeah, he looks, I mean, he's much much younger than you. <laughs> I'm finally realizing that I'm 36, almost fuck. 37. Yeah. But I still look like I'm about 34. Oh, totally. <laughs> but 30, 44. Every, every day is a new day. Schmelsky told me that he, he was like, yeah, dude. Um, I said to him, he was like, you know, when my dad was younger, he had gray hair at like 30 and I've just been lucky that I've been able to maintain what, you know, yes, I'm getting a little peppery, but I've been able to maintain this. He was like, yeah, but shit, the last time I saw you, you didn't have those wrinkles around your eyes. That's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. And I was like, yeah, man, it's just because oh, yeah. I'm squinting all the time because I'm high. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I was like, oh, good, Schmel. Do I, I was like, do I really? <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's funny, Schmel. That, that's yeah. top rope. I love that, Schmel. That a babe. Yeah, um, so obviously John Rahm, two wins now, two starts. I think he's won four times worldwide in his last seven starts. Um, And somehow, if Scotty Scheffler would have won, he would have moved to number one in the world. But John Rahm only moves from number five to number three after a win. It's it's back to the who's number one in the world. Like, who gives a shit, really? We haven't seen Rory yet, so none of this really matters. Until they all tee it up together at the Riv in two weeks' time, right? Yeah. Three weeks' time, maybe. Well, I will say um, it's pretty funny because Xander had some really, really, I mean, Xander was coming in like a goddamn freight train. Uh, Albatross's like, help. Yeah, he, he shoots 62, and of course, including the, the two on number, what was that? It was early in his round. It was on his fifth hole. Uh, never left a fucking pen over over yeah. water. Never left a pen. So Short sighted. I swung hard and I blocked it. Is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know he's even in his round. All of a sudden he gets to three under after five, and then he goes out and birdies eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen, and sixteen. Talk about getting fucking hot. Yes. Um, which obviously, without getting too far ahead of ourselves. That's going to bode well, I think, heading into a place that he grew up just down the road from uh, this week at Torrey Pines. So I think Xander is definitely a guy that's going to be very highly picked. But um, This reminds me of something you said like three years ago whenever we were on, everyone was on Xander at Torrey because he's a hometown kid, hometown mm-hmm. kid. And he missed the cut here for like three years in a row, I think. Yeah, he never he didn't play well. And then even in the U.S. Open, I mean, it was a letdown for him even though he like backdoored a top 10. I think it was even maybe top five, but... Um, more importantly, words, this tournament, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of you and Bob Tway just having a day out at Torrey Pines, oh, remember? Oh, my boy, Bobby <laughs> Tway. Yeah, he is the man. You know, Kevin, his fiance, now fiance, was out there. She was just his girlfriend at the time, so she kind of looked at me a little bit, and I was like, you know, you better not. <laughs> How uh, many beers did you have that fateful day? That was a lot of those big old Konas, man. It was a good day. Yeah, I... I 18, <laughs> 18 ounces of freedom, man. <laughs> I think I, I told you. I was like... I, I before we started recording, I was like, "Wait a second, why are you not? Does your company not do something out in San Diego like every year?" And he was like, yeah. You're, "No." Yeah, they jerked that back pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, after after you guys just ran yeah. up a bill at the White Tablecloth Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, hey, put that on me. <laughs> <laughs> 
was, I guess it was a vendor trip or something. Like somebody else was paying footing the bill, so it's like, oh, let's just bring this back down to Houston and not San Diego. Pretty exciting rideaway conference. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Well, uh, we, stayed, we stayed at the talk for about five minutes. <laughs> you guys want to head to Tori? The Kona's are fifteen yeah. bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I gave him the golf wave on the way out. Hey, guys. <laughs> thanks, Bob. Hey, thanks for dinner last night, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was epic words. That, I believe, is where you f- first fell in love with Cam Davis. I'd, I'd picked Cam. Um, pri- I think I picked him for that tourney. Okay, yeah. I know sense. I picked uh, Bryson, who'd missed the cut. Or WD'd. I can't remember. This is right around the time where he, has, he was having his wrist injuries. <clears throat> and I want to say he WD'd because he was such a prick that... That he was just absolutely peppering the the parking lot, which is not like the pro parking lot, by mind you. And this is also a muni track, but was just hitting him well over the fence and just destroying cars and just like kind of thinking, oh, no, I'm going to keep getting over the fence, man. Send me the bell. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, right. But yeah, anyways, back to before we completely dial back from the American Express, I got got to shout out Chris Kirk still on fire. Taylor Montgomery does it again. Another top five. The guy has already got his name on the Rookie of the Year trophy, in my opinion. But Tom Kim bounces back. Two events in. He's got it. Give it to him. The false swing. You're right. Exactly. Um, But Tom Kim bounces back from that miscut where we had 95 people pick him at the Sony, and he bounces back for a top six when hardly nobody's on him, which still, it's like if you you pick a guy and he screws you, you and I both know. You go back. (laughs) You either go back. You go back and you sniff some more. You get it, man? You don't fucking leave him out there. Or you're like me and you just swear him off forever. Like Rory McIlroy could be my biggest, like, the night. The major nightmare. Just thorn in my fucking side. And, like, I will acknowledge that – that was rosy for me for a while. It's like it's like he knows when I'm on him and he plays like shit. And when I'm not, he's number one in the world. Yeah. So, anyways, we all it's, have that. It is you. But, anyways. It's the best. Yeah. That's why we play the games, right? Well, I will say, too, I mean, we had we had that long, somewhat dissertation about Sam Burns and, like, why why we didn't pick him, but why he would be a good pick. And, like, he comes out of the gates hot as fuck. I think he had a 64 uh, Thursday and Saturday, but you know, he kind of fizzled. I, he is a T 11, but it just goes back to show you. It's like, there is so many good fucking players that can win. So you get a little excited on Thursday and see somebody goes low. And then it's like, why the fuck did I say that? Why didn't I pick him? And it just made me feel good to see Sam Burns not win because we didn't <laughs> pick him. Yeah. But I mean, Rom had to make you feel real dumb. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I think I said it, Week one, or even the, before the season started, I fully, I, I think John Rahm is the number one player in the world, and I've said that since you know last year was a bad year for him, and it was still a career year for most people. Um, I know Rory on paper is number one, but if you give those two guys side by side for me, I'm taking John Rahm every time. So, <clears throat> wow, and it's easy to say that after he come off, he's come off of two straight wins off of two starts, but. Rory is the great driver of the golf ball, and John Rahm is literally right up there with him. Like, I think anybody will say Rory is the best driver of the ball in the game, but the amount statistically that John Rahm is behind him in every driving statistic would show that historically how good Rory is, John Rahm is right there too. Yes. Agreed. No, I 
we saw it firsthand at the PGA when we were following Rom and Scotty for a while, Scheffler. And Scheffler, you could kind of tell, was trying to force it off the tee and keep up with Rom because Rom was taking, you know, crazy lines and like has total control over the driver of his golf ball because his swing is exactly the same. And uh, Scotty got real loose when we saw it and ended up bogeying the hole and missing the cut, even though I think Rom missed the cut at the PGA too. So, whatever. At the PGA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Scotty, you know, he was there for a little bit this week, too. I mean, yeah. a lot of these guys, top-tier guys, I mean, Finau was inside the top 20. These guys that are kind of already getting in the somewhat groove, going out on the PGA Tour and top 20 when they don't have their best stuff, it's going to be very exciting when these guys are playing for keeps. And that's starting here pretty soon, you know, when they get into the the – what we call them designated events now, but you know, we're only two weeks yeah. away from the first $20 million purse of the year at, at, at Phoenix where Scotty is the defending champion. And uh, Patrick Cantlay can go fuck himself for how bad he played this week, by the way. <laughs> he really <laughs> likes cocksucker. He likes doing that too. Yeah, um, he does. Well, don't get me started. Fucking Cam Davis missed the cut by <clears throat> six. So get over yourself hey well my man danny lee popped you see he's using a long putter no i didn't he's using so adam scott he's like putter. if siwoo's doing this shit then i'm doing it too god damn it yeah um i don't i didn't really have too much else from from the american express other than it, it'd be fun to go out to that tournament yeah, it's a piece cool. of shit putting contest that john rom actually won it's a cool area yeah and, and for me it, it honestly I think John Rahm was playing. He didn't knock the brakes off of it on Sunday. He shot fucking 64, 64, 65, and then finishes with a 68. And it's like, wow, that was pretty impressive. But when you've got the other guys in the top five, Xander, 62, Chris Kirk, 64, Taylor Montgomery, 66, even Davis Thompson was 69. And then that was the difference between them. But like... I think Rom probably was playing a mode of golf right there. It's like, okay, I just got to beat this kid next to me, and I'll be fine. And he does by one shot, and he walks away with a one-shot win. Yeah, lucky, huh? <clears throat> so you're saying he's lucky? I'm just saying that John Rom probably had a whole nother gear that if he really had to, he he probably— He wasn't mentally taxed this week. Exactly. So you think he's going for three in a row this week at Torrey, where he's built—he's already, like, pretty much got a top-ten finish almost. Yeah, I— is crazy. John Rom ha- is a four to one betting favorite, which you haven't seen any numbers like that, especially with the level of play on the PGA Tour. Like that's Tiger Woods, two thousand two, two thousand nine. Yeah, I mean this is three historic. in a row. <clears throat> it's crazy to think Tiger did that fourteen times. I will. I would. John Rom is probably going to win this week. You taking him? All right, listen to find out. Let's go over the VLC leaderboard. Wait, real, real quick. I, I do want to. I want to point out this. I sent it to you. One of the craziest things I've seen. Oh um, man, and, that was and gross. We're, and we're talking. Yeah, remember the cockpit I sent you? <laughs> um, no, it, it's it was one of the craziest statistics that I have seen. Um, and this is like kind of Tiger Woods type shit. Um, well, where the fuck is? Okay, so that was John Rahm's 150th event as a professional. He has 18 wins, which is second all-time behind Tiger. He has 38 top threes, second all-time behind Tiger. 54 top fives, second all-time behind Tiger. 
81 top 10s. He has 81 top 10s in 150 events. Yeah, that's not a bad average. That's a pretty good clip. <laughs> By the way, that's second all-time to Tiger. So what John Rahm is doing, again, Rory McIlroy is great. He won four majors at a young age. John Rahm is going to win. 100% John Rahm wins a major this year, if not two. Hey, I'm all in on John Rahm, Bob. I'll say, holy moly! Which is why, which is why I'm not picking him this week. <laughs> no. Yeah, man, you think he's gonna win a twenty million dollar purse? Then, huh? Get Percy. Have you figured out where you want to take him yet? We not have really. This discussion. I mean, you take him to Augusta? Probably. Okay. Yeah. I had before, and it bit me in the ass. It, hey, remember I did too, and he rope hooked that ball on eight. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he hit a tree when he was he over. Fucking topped it. <laughs> yeah. Topped his three wood. Like, top Jesus rope Christ. hook top into the trees, and then tried to punch out and hit a tree. Yeah, it was it was painful. Yeah, I was on him that week. <laughs> but <laughs> we were holding hands together like yeah. Thelma and Louise. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. There goes our shot at the majors. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I I just think that I think now that John and I don't know. You know, the cliche bullshit now that he has a second kid. He's oh. over the second kid. The second kid is past the, the shitty age. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, the hot-headedness that used to be kind of what drug him down, it's like, just like me. You know, I had a kid, and I had a change of perspective on life, and I yeah, just got you've way changed. better. You've changed. <laughs> I got way better at golf. You've, ch- <laughs> you've totally changed since having a kid, let me tell you, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bill Payne had to get me a fucking golf towel out of his car <laughs> Saturday night to wipe the puke from my face, Bo. <laughs> I puked in Gray's driveway. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky he only had to get about a half mile down the road here. Uh, he 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 gave me a lift. So. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> no, no, I'm, say, I'm saying I'm saying yeah. I'm I'm sure he's glad you didn't fucking yak in his vehicle. I was like, hey, hold on a sec, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, enough yeah. of me, but you've gr- I mean, you've turned the page on it, and you're a better man because of it, right? Yeah, me, Rom, those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Rom has some pretty big, bad bags under his eyes, too. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but I, I, need, I need a facelift. You and Jerry. Yeah, where's Jerry's classic Yay, Jerry Dallas, Dallas. That's probably what he does in the offseason to kind of help him, you know, turn the page. Yeah. Just like you, yeah. Hey. All right. All right, let's look at this BLC leaderboard. Fuck. All right, words. God. Well, we had one winner last week, and he's the the Hollywood producer, my guy, the guy we <laughs> talked about that's going to make me rich. No, I'm just joking. Uh, he's not joking. No, so uh, he actually had a top 10 the week before, I believe, too. He finishes outright number one, and he is now number one in the league standings. Brent Ryan Green, a.k.a. put me down for par. He had Xander, who had that miraculous two, John Rom and Jason Day with a good pick there. That just goes to show you, if you go if you go fishing at the top and you hit, woo! It's worth it. I mean, $2 million, the first over $2 million on a weekly uh, pick this season. Um, just behind him, though, there's several guys at $1.9 million. Starting with Jason Hammock. His name is simply Hammock. 1.97. He switched out Cantlay instead of... Uh, the, the guys all in the top five had Xander and uh, and Rom. Actually, one of them had uh, Scheffler. And that next one in third place, he had Scheffler. That's Corey Baker. His name is C.L. Baker Fours. 
4S. I don't know. Anyways, congrats, Corey. He's new to the league. I don't know him. Um, in fourth place, Orange Power in all caps. That's Scott Thompson. I wonder if he likes uh, OU or OSU more. He mixed in Ricky Fowler, uh, 1.93 million. Cheeky, I like it. Fifth place, a guy that's been playing in this league for a long, long time and that we literally had to get uh, on the horn like 15 minutes before picks were due. It's RWM Frog, Rhett Mason. Uh, He was on Chapo's South Lake High School golf team, and I've seen their golf poster from, uh, I think it was Chapo's sophomore year. They're all wearing just baggy-ass pleated khakis. They look great. Um, So congrats, Rhett, on your fifth-place finish. In sixth place, Mike Ellis, one of our favorite names, Thorbjorn's victim, which, of course, we've highlighted that story multiple times. You know Thorbjorn, the tit grabber. (laughs) Yeah, the sexual assault. I think he got that shit dropped, by the way. Which is bullshit. It's a lonely fucking flight from Memphis to London, I can tell you that much. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you it's a drunk one. Yeah. He was the last player over $1.9 million. A three-way tie for seventh. Fourgasms. That's Shane Washburn. I believe he's a new player to the league. If not, I'm sorry. He tied with another uh, good buddy of ours, Jake Keith, a.k.a. Brooksen DeKepka. These guys are all $1.87 million. And rounding out the tie for seventh is Hallball. The legendary coach Andy Bogert. Coach Bogert, I'm chasing him in our NFL Super Contest. I swear to God, Fields and I have been in sixth place in this fucking thing for like three years straight. And this is going to be the weekend, Coach. <laughs> well, the rounding out the top ten, we had a two-way tied for tenth. The laser, Bobby Puffman. Oh, my God, the live ambassador. <laughs> the live ambassador, yes. Bobby Puffman. He's, he's got the hat and all. He's like, why can't I pick Henrik Stenson, these pieces of shit? <laughs> they were 1.826 and tied with him. A guy who spent a significant amount of time in the top 10 last year, finished in the money in one of the segments. Our guy, former guest picker of this show, the Dallas Sooners, Dane Covey. Oh my god. He's back. God. He's back. He's back. So words. That's the top uh I guess that is the top 10 from last week. I finished at 57th outright 496,000 and words. Uh Where are you? <laughs> uh, go go lower, deeper, Jonathan. Um I can't I can't find you, bub. Um Okay, start at the bottom and scroll up, you fucker. I don't think it was all that bad, was it? Yeah, it was, man. Oh god. I don't I don't have it. I did just find one of the greatest name, <laughs> names I've seen though that we didn't see before. This must be a new entry to the league. Pearson Makuti. <laughs> <laughs> Which of course is about Pearson Cootie, one of the twins from Texas. <laughs> so, the overall standings words as we mentioned, put me down for par. All he did was move up from four to number one. He now has a $326,000 league. That is Brent Ryan Green. In second place, PMFB Paul Broom. He's just over $3.1 million. Number three, up seven spots. Putt from the muff, Chase Woodley. I'll never get tired of saying that name. In fourth place, Team Nene, Greg Blackburn. He's at $2.3 million. Just behind him, good for Happy Gill. Oh, my God, last week's winner. That's Corey, or I'm sorry, that's Jeffrey Hendrickson in sixth place, up 100 spots. C.L. Baker, 4S, that's Corey Baker. In seventh, up 44 spots. The Laser, Bobby Huffman, just over $2 million. Right behind him, Jason Hammock. He moves up 187 spots to number eighth at two, just over $2 million as well. 
Down six spots, the Charlie Siffords, our guy Anthony Holloway at $1.97 million. And rounding out the top ten, Thorborn's victim, Mike Ellis, at $1.958 million. Words, I went down 20 spots to number 56. I'm at 731,000. 201st. And we're in words. It's early in the Striking season. distance. <laughs> it's, it's early. 231st. Hey, $226,000. You're only... 201st. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're $226,000. Yeah. So you're only 500 k behind me, which is, as we know, a joke. That can be done this week. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's early. It still it doesn't feel good, Johnny. It really doesn't. When the old... I'm with you. When your picks ain't making cuts, it, it it's not a fun weekend. Even my Thursdays are shit now. I got nothing going for me. It's snowing and bleak outside. I'm hanging on by a goddamn thread. I don't know what else to say. Well, and and to to like top it all off, it's like we are here. This is Tuesday. We're we're a day early. The tournament starts on Wednesday. They're avoiding the CBS having the AFC Championship game on Sunday. So how many people are going to see this show drop tomorrow morning and freak the fuck out because they didn't make their picks? I've told I've told a couple of people. I'm like, hey, Bob, start on a Wednesday this week. Yeah, I've been. I'm still, you know, playing lifeguard a little bit now. We're still in like the first month, so I'm not afraid. Especially the California, you know, they don't tee off till eight thirty. Getting up, looking at the lineup, shooting out a few hey texts, hey, get your picks in. You know, that's what buddies are for, right? I know you would never fucking do that for a soul, but you know, <laughs> no, hey, the more people don't fucking tell them, <laughs> the more people that miss it, don't better fucking chance tell I got, them. bub. I want to finish first. I'm first. Yeah, well, you know, being where I am, it's hard not to just go, like, bad guy getting ready to die at the end of a movie. Just empty the fucking clip. Oh, my God, Tony, Zan, Rob, let's fucking go right now. But then you got to fucking, like, let's just let's go, th- go through that emotional cycle and be like, okay, let's look at the purse. It's too bitchy of a purse to do it. Just uh, breathe through that. But, yeah, I've had those episodes of, oh, we're doing it right now. We're going to do it. <laughs> hey. I think a lot. Of, if you've listened to the show long enough, we people should know this ain't Percy enough for us. No, it's not. It's not like we win this thing either, though. So you know, you got 14th last year. <laughs> Fuck everybody else. You're right. I am the best. I'm the, I'm the best. Number 14th in the world. That's who people know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You want to head it up to La Jolla? Hey, words. La Jolla. What do you know? Another course I've played. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting. Oh, you mean you mean where I met Big Bob Tway? <laughs> yeah, we 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 not been out here, you know. We West Coasted every now and then. Hey, Bob, how about that title in '79? Huh? Hey, congratulations on the Haskin Award. Hey, how about that right in? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, when I, hey, hey, how's he doing? How's Kev doing? <laughs> he just made like a six. Oh yeah, did you did you, did you know Kevin? Oh oh god no. <laughs> yeah, I creeped him out. Yeah, I know Carly though. <laughs> I had a sound bath oh, from her. Oh yeah, washed over. Merca um, babe, the South Course is obviously the traditional Farmers US open, Insurance right? Open at Dory Pines, a thirty-six hole municipal golf facility that is up there with Lincoln Park. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is? What? Simil- <laughs> similar views of the Pacific and, uh, you know, the OKC Zoo softball Hall of Fame combo at Lincoln West. Yeah. Remember, I've been that, in that water. Yeah. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Best story ever. J.E. is trying, 
I think you duffed a little chip there too, maybe, but I duffed my T-ball. <laughs> yeah, it was your T-ball. I duffed my T-ball short of that creek. Uh, yeah. Or just over that creek, barely. And then he was going for like the super the super throw up the fairway, foot slips, and it goes 90 degrees left. No, 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 that's the worst part. I was hitting my second shot, and I threw my, it was a four iron from like 215, 220, and then I fucked that up too. And that's when I went to throw my club, and I slipped. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Directly in the pond. Right into the hippo cage. It was great. I mean, I smelled like shit. We, we, we told this story before, right? No, not on this show, never. <laughs> yeah, remember Gray gave me a beach towel. I smelled like hippo shit the rest of the day. It was great. I mean, you waited up to your neck pretty much. Well, the, ironically, my the the I didn't realize clubs float kind of like that. <laughs> At least that one did. It just turns up in that fucking end of the shaft looked like just a little bobber. So I was able to kind of take my clothes off and get in there and get it. Oh, those are the good old days, weren't they, Johnny? Yes. Much simpler times, words. All right, yeah, obviously Wednesday tee off this week. They're going Wednesday, Thursday. The players are going to switch off between the easier north course and the south. The south course is a bear, 7,765 yards. It played the longest course on tour last year, including majors. The north course is about 500 yards shorter, and... It has a bent grass green complex, so a lot easier to put on than the south, which is Poa and the rough. Mark it down. Kukulia. Kukulia. <laughs> Just prepare yourself before the riv where they say it 10,000 yeah. more times than today. But, yeah, it's thick rough, and it's tricky to chip out of. Really long golf course, so it comes down to length and long irons. So over two-thirds of approach shots come from 150 yards plus. A lot of those will be... Longer than 200 yards, and um, so pick your poison, Johnny. Well. Pick your poison from there. Oh, God. Well, words, I guess, uh, just leaves the featured groups in, huh? I guess. Unless you have any other. No, no, I got nothing. Did did you ride one of those parachutes over the cliffs? No. If I did, I would have crashed on purpose. (laughs) Um, Words, featured group, the first one, features who you think it features. John Rahm, the hottest player in the world, four to one tournament favorite, biggest swinging dick in the game. Yeah, he's probably got a huge hog. I mean, his wife Kelly's hot. Everyone knows she has huge tits. <laughs> Only because words said pull your titty out. <laughs> Anyways, he's playing with Justin Thomas, who I didn't even know was in this field. By the way, yeah, I feel like JT uh, doesn't play in this typically. Yeah, maybe he's just trying to dust the. Uh, because he sucks at putting on Poe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And the third guy rounding out this group, a guy you mentioned before, Tony Finau. Big Tony. I want to take him so badly. Um, but you know whenever I pull that Tony trigger, it's usually three weeks in a row. He's playing the best golf of his career right now, and it's kind of going unsung because he's, you know. Not John Ramarori. Exactly. <laughs> um, so savoring the flavor on Tony for now, just lurking. Yeah. No, I, I – Believe it or not, words, I laid off this group as well. Um, yes, it's tempting to, to panic and think you got to pick Rom now, but as I've said at least five times now on this show, Rom is not done winning this year, and he's not done winning at bigger and better tournaments than the AMAX and the Farmers. So I'm going to save those at least for the majors, maybe for one of these bigger Percy tournaments. Um, just hoping that he gets another win. Whether that's the right strategy or not, I don't know. We'll I, find out. Oh, God, I don't know. The next featured group words, you've got a guy who's coming on strong, a guy who I don't think has Sorry, really Chris. played well here. Oh, what? 
coming on cr- coming on <laughs> <laughs> and he's playing with Colin Morikawa and rounding out the group a guy who I had picked last year in this tournament who missed a fucking 12 footer on 18 and then ended up losing in a playoff to Luke List Will Zalatoris oh, I was so happy the kid that. Yeah, yeah I was depressed yeah I mean the start of his incredible run of second place finishes last year it's a perfect golf course for him. I still don't know where he is as far as his back is going and if he's really able to let loose with everything. But so, he's too juicy a player for me to pick him now. And I don't know if it was here. <laughs> you know, but believe it or not, it could have been a few different places. But I can just remember watching him when I had when I had him, whether it was here or another tournament, and just being like, oh, my God. Like, if he just had, wouldn't have missed these five-footers, like, he would be fucking six shots better, you right, know? Right, And so... And this is the because of the POA, the five footers here, there there are more missed here than almost any other tournament. And especially like three footers too, because the POA it gets like kind of fuzzy in little spots. And so you can't just like Brant Snedeker putted so great here because that the little pop, pop stroke. stroke and you like yeah, you can't pussy willow it in kinda like the you know, the holes at Augusta where they're just smooth as silk and it just will roll pure and pure and pure. This you gotta kinda you gotta see it through. Well and, and- also, going back to this, Colin Morikawa, I mean, we haven't seen him since he blew the lead at the, was it the Hero? Is that the last time we saw him? Besides Maui, I mean, he literally blew a six-shot lead the last time he, well. Was that Hero or was that? Pretty sure that was Hero. But it'll be interesting to see how he plays, you know, such high expectations for guys like this. Also, with Max Homa, is this the year he breaks through, you know? Yes, he's won now three, four times on tour, but. Now he's got a newborn kid. Yeah. Tough like he's stuff. Fucked. Yeah. Um, so I laid off the group. Yeah, I did as well. I I thought long and hard about Homa. He was a guy that I think I actually had a few. I didn't pick him three times last season, so he's kind of one of the ones I circled. Like these earlier events, like where can I fit him in just because I know there's going to be so much frothiness that I've saved up for at the end that I need to play him. But I did not choose this week, and I'm kind of ruining it already because – now I'm looking at my picks. I'm like, what, what, what the what the fuck are you thinking, Andrew? Well, words say no more because we're heading to the next featured group with Farmers Ambassador Ricky Fowler, uh. who hasn't made that like you know last week. Oh, is he going to kind of pop off here? Not really. No. Yeah. Um, but he's playing with. He made, made the cut. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Who cares? It's not good enough. Sorry. He's yeah. playing with former number one player in the world. It's me, Justin Rose. Rosie. And also. My guy from the last couple of weeks, Taylor Montgomery. Taylor Montgomery and Rosie are both live here. And Rosie has a really good history at Tory, I believe. Um, I don't think he's won here. Maybe he has. Hell, I don't know. Who knows? Hey, we don't fact But he hasn't, he hasn't done much in the past couple of seasons, yeah. And I feel like this season is kind of maybe going to be coming along for him a little more now that he's, you know, hidden all of his money in Bermuda and – he doesn't have to go chasing a $100 million live chick because he stole that from Mr. Hanma. So, yeah, exactly. Not Homa, Hanma. Hanma. I've still never seen anyone else play those clubs. It's because they cost like $2,000 a stick. So, words, I will say Justin Rose in his last three starts going back to November, T9 at Houston, T29 at the RSM, and he actually played last week. Uh, T26. Last year at this same tournament, he T6'd. You're right. He's a horse for the course. That's why I'm throwing one out on old Rosie. Going back to my Team Rose days. Um, he finished with a 65 on Sunday. And 
you know, take that fucking momentum from your final round Sunday and let's turn it around here and go get you back in contention, back to a top 10 player in the world like you used to be, Rosie, because you know I'm repping Team Rose this week. That's a good pick. Fuck. Shit. Um, I, I will say... Uh, I, I sw- he was the latest that I switched on to. I of course I made three different. Who? Um, if you want me to go ahead and tell you, I I was gonna roll the dice with JJ Spawn and I switched to Justin Rose. Interesting. So okay, because um, JJ Spawn, you know, he's from down the road. He's a Cali guy. Um, but you're right. Rose played well here last year. Didn't have a great year last year, but taking the momentum of that 65 words. And you mentioned this earlier about Tony. You like to pick him three weeks in a row. That's why I'm burning my last Taylor Montgomery wow. pick this week. I'm going with Taylor Montgomery yet again. He's gotten me the bulk of my money this year, so why not roll the dice? This looks like a perfect place for Taylor Montgomery to finally get off the schneid. He's gotten a little better each week. Why not get the W this week in this field? Yeah, he's a bummer. I have no idea if he has any history putting on POA or playing here. But, uh, I mean, I he was definitely one of the ones I was looking at too, Johnny. We, uh, we don't really think that much differently on this stuff, which is kind of annoying. Um, because we play it very similar. Well, words, he finished T11 last year. Yeah. I think he either Monday qualified or got a sponsor's exemption into this event. The only thing that was holding me back from picking Taylor Montgomery was potentially picking him in one of these designated events because we say it about a lot of people, but this year and this player, I think it's most true. It's not a matter of if, it's when he is going to get his first win, so why not this week in San Diego? Okay, so you think he's going to be Rookie of the Year too, yeah? Oh, yeah. I think I said that already last week. You want to put a little bet on it? Yeah. I'm Who not. you got? The field? Little guy named Tom Kim. Uh, Tom Kim, uh, he won rookie of the year last year. Did he not? I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, he played. He won <laughs> He won the Wyndham. That was a regular season event. He won twice last year. Yeah, but he didn't have a card. You what? know PGA's all weird about that. Uh, okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take him over Tom Kim right now. And just money won this year. Okay. Um, and you're right. Uh, Cam Young won Rookie of the Year last year. Yeah. But I don't know if that meant that Tom Kim was technically in the running or not. Who cares? Um, yeah, he's actually mentioned. He was selected over Tom Kim and Sahit Tagala. Okay. Anyways, you're so wrong. I think I'm gonna bet <laughs> I'm gonna bet that Taylor Montgomery wins Rookie of the Year. Who do you, who do you want? <laughs> Who would you like to take? Anyways, let's go to the next featured group because we're, we're, we're on borrowed time now. That was the one thing that I hated whenever we got to featured groups and I saw they were playing together. Yes. Justin Rose. And, and, yeah, and that's the worst. So anyways, the next featured group, we've got a guy you mentioned earlier, a guy from the area, a guy who came in hot with a 62 on Sunday, Xander Shafla. He's playing with Hideki Matsuyama and the guy I just mentioned, J.J. Spawn. I am on JJ Spawn, Johnny. Wow, we do think alike. As you said, from down the road, but more importantly, his form uh, for from the past month or so. He's uh, on fire. Swing. Yeah, he's he's on one, and uh, I've I we're on the show Tuesday, and it's been kind of a hell of a week already. So I have no idea. I did not look at how he had played at this tournament, or even if he has ever teed it up at this tournament. But I'm throwing a dart at someone who I think hopefully will be under like 20 percent owned in the group. And uh, yeah, give me JJ. If he act not twenty percent, like twenty guys. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, it's a good pick. I mentioned it earlier. He was he was on my short list of guys. I I switched off of him for Rosie simply because I think Rosie will be less owned. But I do think 
people are going to see the thing that you're seeing that, yes, he's had success here. Yes, he was the number one player in the world. So it, it's a toss-up. You know, sometimes you think that somebody's not going to be picked as much, and then they are, and it pisses you off. So I'm hoping I don't get that with Rosie. But um, I did not – I laid off everybody else in this group. Xander, it's too – it's not Percy enough for me to go with Xander, even Same. though I do think he's going to – Same. I wonder if Hideki will be healthy and, you know, finish the tournament. That'll be good. Okay. So you're on JJ Spawn out of that group. And has anyone WD that you've noticed? No, I haven't even paid much Secret attention. Secret Tour to Pro uh, tweeted that someone's going to WD because they got offered a huge live deal. And so whoever WDs is going to go to live. Okay. And so I just didn't keep keep your uh, ear to the ground on that one. Okay. The, uh, the next featured group words, we've got one of your guys, basically your doppelganger, Keegan Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's playing with Sung JM, another one of your boys. And a guy who won just a few weeks ago, two weeks ago now, Siwoo Kim. Yeah. You're dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a big Keegan guy, right? Oh, my God. 6'4", kind of fucking, like, your, spazzy. Your doppelganger <laughs> is Tom Watson. <laughs> my doppelganger <laughs> is the is the lady boy who Robert uh, Allenby <laughs> got mixed up with. <laughs> uh Sung Jay was another guy that I really, really was close to pulling the trigger on, but I bitched out. It was the coolest picture I took last year at Torrey was uh, on the one of the cliff holes, and he had his back there, and it was a silhouette, and it was just oh. there's that one lone that lone tree out there at Torrey, mm-hmm. and it was just it's, that it's old a Torrey tree, pine, right? The old Torrey pine and Sung Jay M. Nothing more American than that. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's almost as American that's, as your all Korean lineup on the Fourth of July. I love it. <laughs> the best. So you, all Korean lineup, by the way, last week, like the the, the four big ones, you would have you would have banked. Well, I didn't do it. No, me neither, um, bro. So you laid off Sung Jay. Yeah. Okay. I laid off this whole group too. I do. Sung Jay has a pretty good history here. I think he t six last year. Mm-hmm. After missing the cut at Sony, he found it last week. I think he t twenty. You know, t- he was inside the top twenty. So I, I do expect him to probably play well and be a decently high pick this week but the last featured group we've got the defending champion luke list we've got my mate jason day and then we've got adam svensson i wanted j day badly he kind of came through for you guys a little bit last week i mean he petered off at the end but mm-hmm. hey he was on a lead the first page of the leaderboard on, the, on a thursday i mean you'd be tingling and he, he was actually there for a while he got off to a hot start he shot 31 on the front nine on sunday and then shot I think even par on the way in so it's like it was there he could have probably top 10 but he didn't surprisingly enough he is the third leading money winner of this tournament number one who do you think's won the most money at Torrey Pines Tiger bed Tiger number two Brant Snedeker yep so pretty crazy and my mate Jason Day is number three, which is why I'm going back to him again this week, rolling with my mate Jason Day. God, I'm so second happy. time this week I'm so or this happy. season. I know how you think. Yeah. So I, I am. I going figured with, he was going to get picked 90 times. He is going to be picked a lot, but I think for good reason. He's showing the best form he has in the last five or six years, and going back to a place that he truly, truly loves. So well, he's playing two weeks in a row, so hopefully his body doesn't break down. He's the best. He he's in as good a shape as he's been in a long time. Where it's oh, that right? since my that special 2015, which was one of the best years of my life. Yeah, he, when, you know when he went to number one. Yeah, <laughs> won the PGA. Yeah, and he was like. <laughs> I mean, if I if I don't win nine more, it's just like what the point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Um, but yeah, I'm going with my mate. Words. All right. Is that it? Is that, that all of them? Yes. Justin How? Rose, Taylor Montgomery, Jason Day. That's my picks. And that is all the featured groups. So. How is my boy Blackbeard not yes. in a featured group? Words is on Sahith Tagala. He's going to be very highly owned also. But he has such a silky smooth and he ab- he has such a silky smooth swing and he absolutely launches the ball. Went to school at Pepperdine, used to this area, putts on Poana. Come on, Sahith. I know you can do it, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I thought about old Blackbeard, but, uh, you know, he didn't have that great of a he, – he hasn't been as sharp as he was last season so Fuck. far in this. He, Fuck you. He scared me. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a good pick. Um, yeah. He hadn't been very good, but, uh, yeah, good pick, man. Yeah, yeah, good one. Not – <laughs> okay, so JJ Spawn and the Heath. Yeah, <laughs> JJ Sahith. 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 Sahith from Spain. Uh, so, who are you going to finish it out with, words? You know, a lot of times when a guy misses a cut and you're on him, you banish him for life, right? Well, when you miss a cut by six, you know there's going to be a big bounce back. So, I'm going back to Candace Swanpole's brother, Cam Smith. Let's fucking go, you son of you pretty boy, son of a in bitch. The, in the in the live events, Cam Davis. <laughs> you said Cam Smith. Oh, I miss Cam Smith. <laughs> I know. Mm. Hey, you can pick him in the you can pick him at Augusta and the um I was that's so sick that I was thinking about that this morning. <laughs> How many people are going to pick Cam at Augusta? A lot. How are you going to play it? How are you going to play it, bub? Um, yeah, that, that whole thing is going to change the way this league is definitely played as far as being able to utilize those live guys for those tournaments. But what if we drew a line in the sand? Like, no, even if they're in the field, we would be pussies. Yeah, we would be. <laughs> you got to be able to use anyone in the field, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, John Daly's in the goddamn drop down menu. <laughs> so was Tim Fleming. <laughs> um, so words is on JJ spawn, Sahith the gala and six foot four and beautiful son of a bitch. Cam Davis. I am on Justin Rose, Taylor Montgomery, and my mate, Jason Day. Very good. You got any other words of wisdom for our listeners out there? Um, if you're listening to this, it's probably too late, but we start a week or, or a day early, so uh, <laughs> make, sure you, make sure you're looking at it. Make sure you check your emails, and if you are listening to this and you did miss your picks, sorry, but it's fucking clearly there that it starts on Wednesday, so... Sorry. There's there's a sympathy you're getting from John. You'll probably get a text from me because I'm such a super guy tomorrow morning. But other than that, go subscribe. Give us a like. Go ahead and throw us a comment in the comment section. Hell, I'll read it. We got we Tell did, me in the comments who do you think has a bigger dick? Tim the Toolman Taylor or J E. <laughs> we didn't we didn't get back down into the sixties words, but we did we did get uh I believe down to like eighty one in the uh US podcast, golf podcast ranking. So if you're listening, tell a friend about the show. If you're in the league and you don't know about the show, um it's gonna be eye opening as fuck when you're like, Oh my god, there's a podcast that's around that is based on this whole fucking league. Yes, the answer they, is yes. And they only talk about golf? Yeah, yeah, they they don't yeah. talk about like <laughs> We haven't even dipped into heroin yet. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even made one heroin joke. It's Jesus. Unbelievable. The heroin and suicide jokes are down probably 120% from last year. Oh, only fans up a million percent. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very good. All right, will you guys enjoy the golf? Don't forget to keep your head down.
You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. Drinking.